0: Queen's Hotel, the historic Queen's Hotel in Thornton, Ontario. Um, really been looking forward to getting this season launched. I know it was a bit of a break from my last show in mid-December, um, but uh, had to find that perfect guest, you know, and uh, to deliver what we want for this calendar year, and I think really for everyone just wanting to feel good. Couldn't think of anyone better than my next guest, uh, Nancy Aruda, She is a psychic and intuitive. I'm so happy to have her on the show. Nancy, how you doing?
1: Good. Thank you. Thank Good. you for having me.
0: Good. Really, really awesome to get you on the show. Uh, I've been looking forward to it since um, you said, you know, that you would come on. And and I, I want to, you know, the way I, I, I see your gift and, and, and everything, and, you know, I don't know if there's a parallel with religion or, or God, but you, you know sort of my belief and in and how you feel energies and and the soul is you know for me personally I feel that there is something out there
2: absolutely i yeah,
0: I, I, I don't know exactly what it is um, it's not that i'm not religious to a certain extent, but there are many times that i I feel I don't know what god i'm listening to or what God represents the beliefs that I have it's a little bit of a uh, a a journeyman, but I do believe there's something out there. Um, my you know, I have a couple of glasses of wine with my wife. I'll always tell my wife, you know, when I go, sweetheart, you're gonna hear me. She goes, What are you talking about here? So, well, she, you're gonna hear me, you're gonna hear me at the wind whistling <laughs> through the leaves or that, that wave on the shoreline, yeah, right? You're gonna hear me, and she laughs, I laugh, and but I believe that I, I I believe that our souls we leave messages. Uh, but I don't fully understand, as probably you would, is how it all ties in together with our destiny and our energy. So, with that being said, could you um, you know introduce yourself to our listeners a little bit about Nancy uh, Aruda upbringing Aruda's upbringing? Sure. Um, and um, I, I know that you you realized your gift. Uh, later in life you thought everybody knew what you knew um, so that's very interesting of how you came about with that uh, please let us know a bit about Nancy Arruda
1: okay so when I grew up I grew up very secluded
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, yes I went to school and everything else but I grew up in the countryside on a 1200 acre equestrian farm wow um, and my parents worked for a th- fl- sorry Philanthropist?
0: Philanthropy, yes. Yes.
1: Um, Who who believed in, he was a very uh, strong humanitarian who always believed in giving back to the community as a whole. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I grew up in this estate home and basically nature was my playground. So when I wanted to play, there was no kids on my street. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The closest house was about a kilometer away. Mm Um, So when I grew up, I just went out into the woods and really connected with nature and my imagination and just felt everything that was transpiring in the woods and in nature. Um, In school, when I was a child, the teacher would say something. I'd know exactly what she was going to say. If she asked a question, I knew the answer. Now, at a younger age, I couldn't say the answer, but I knew it. So like, there was this inner knowing that this is the answer, if I tried to communicate it, it was like there was a block and I wasn't available to deliver what I knew. Mm -hmm. Um, And I understood that later because that's something that gets developed over time. Learning how to communicate your own intuitive gifts and understand them takes time to learn because everybody's is unique and operates differently. Um, so with this type of upbringing, I wasn't really subjected to a lot of people at a lot of times. Um, I wasn't subjected to, um, how society shapes individuals, right? Yeah. Like, like, yes, I went to school, but after school I was home all summer long, I was home. So that kind of gave me a little bit of a different upbringing than the average individual. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would play with the animals. I would go communicate with the horses, not really knowing I was communicating yeah. with the horses, right? Okay. Um, and I could just like for horses, for example, I would just feel their power, right, and their strength, and and their majesticness. Okay. Yeah. And so I always had this connection to nature. And then, you know, I grew up. I I went into the beauty industry to start with. I became an esthetician, a cosmetician. A hairdresser, mm-hmm. when you take those um, courses, you learn a lot about the human body. Mm-hmm. And it really developed my connection to my own human body and knowing how it felt and what felt right or didn't feel right. I would know exactly, like if I had a pain, what organ I was experiencing that pain in. So it was almost like I started this inner dialogue through my beautician courses with my own body, understanding how the body worked. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got pregnant (laughs) and what happens when you get pregnant is there's a spiritual thing that transpires and it's almost like what I call your inner channel. Everybody has this channel of energy that moves up and down through their body Mm -hmm. and it's almost like that channel opens and it opens up so that you can receive the soul of the child that you're creating in your own body. So I felt that soul merging. Um, The moment it transpired, I knew right away what my child was going to look like. I knew right away what their name was going to be. I was in denial that it was a boy instead of a girl because I really wanted a girl. (laughs) Uh, But I knew all the time it was a boy. Um, And then a lot of other things started happening that were really, really strong that I could no longer ignore. I started having visions. I started hearing things. And of course, if you bring this to a traditional medical doctor, they're going to go into, you know, different psychiatric disorders, things yeah. along those lines. But it was nothing that was frightening or that asked me to cause harm to anybody. So I just kind of like naturally integrated mm-hmm. this external voice into my being, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I started studying everything I could study, astrology, tarot, the metaphysical, uh, what the other side would look like, esoteric concepts, which are concepts that are beyond the physical reality into the spiritual reality. I started questioning my own religion and expanding and, and delving into other religions and other practices and trying to get an understanding of everything and and. Then one day, all of a sudden, all of the pieces just kind of fell together. And that's where I come up with the concept of being spiritual versus religious, right? Like I can still hold on to a lot of the Catholic beliefs that I was raised with, mm-hmm. but I also allow Hindu beliefs into my being, Buddhist beliefs into my being, um, Jewish beliefs are integrated. So I don't think that, you know, people need to separate their religions if, if they're just open-minded and do the research and take what resonates with you and just kind of like honor all belief systems at once, then everything just kind of opens up for you.
0: Right? That, that's really interesting, uh, Nancy. Sorry for, for interrupting on, on, the, on the subject of religion because it was one of my questions today was, do you see a parallel of your belief in a religion to be able to receive energy and understand it as you see it.
1: Yes, but see my religion now is what I call the universe. Mm. Okay, so you can call it God, you can call it the creator, you can call it the universe, and basically my understanding is, you know, from a scientific belief, we're told in school when you take science classes, energy exists everywhere. Everything is made up of energy, it is constantly in motion, okay, and it follows the path of least resistance. And then in a Catholic belief, we're told that God is in everything. God exists within us. God exists around us. God exists in everything that we touch, see, smell, taste. And so I kind of put the two together and I'm like, well, that must mean God is energy. Right? So my belief system is energy is the divine. It is creation. Right? Um, And... And I just go with that as a philosophy. So mm-hmm. if I use the term God, I don't mean offense to anybody who doesn't believe in God, mm-hmm. right? If I so a neutral word is energy, a neutral word is the universe, right?
0: If you if you don't, what would you say to those and there are that that don't have a spiritual belief? They don't believe in a God. Would that font would that be difficult in finding the energies? That uh, would you feel that. There would be a separation or it would be irrelevant?
1: It could be a separation. It could be a dividing line that, that stops somebody from exploring something outside of themselves, something outside of the physical reality, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I believe we're composed of multiple realities, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and beyond, mm-hmm. okay? There's many layers in the spiritual reality as well. Right. Um, and, you know, if we're living life just in the physical reality and not paying attention to our emotional mental or spiritual health then we will not be balanced right or if you're just living in the emotional mental and you're ignoring the physical then you're not balanced Mm. so i believe true balance and fulfillment and inner peace comes from finding the right equation for you to be living in all four of those realities the physical emotional mental and spiritual
0: that's that's really interesting, Nancy. So is 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 then uh, are, are you finding in, in in your gift in sharing with our listeners that there is an importance to physical well being?
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, in, in maintaining your physical health.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, in
0: relation to understanding the energy and and the spirit side of your soul.
1: If you ignore your physical health, you you're missing a huge piece of the picture. Right now. Even myself, I have physical challenges, right? Everybody has challenges in each one of those categories, right? It's about learning to move through those challenges and find that sense of wholeness within yourself. Mm -hmm. For some people, it's like putting 95% into the physical reality, 5% into the other three. Mm -hmm. And if that formula works for them, that's great because everybody has their own unique formula, Mm -hmm. right? So... You take people, for example, who are atheists. Do they have the potential to understand? Absolutely, if they open their mind to the understanding. But if they're going to close to that mind, their mind to that understanding, then they're not allowing themselves to understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not that they don't have the potential; they're just choosing not to.
0: So each of these parts of the puzzle, if if you are open to all of them, that will be most beneficial for you. Right? Absolutely. And, and
1: how I've discovered it is everybody has a strength and a weakness. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there will always be one area of life in which you're strongest. Okay. There's always one area of life in which you're weakest. Mm-hmm. And your weakest is your challenge. That's what you're here to learn. That's how you grow. Right. Because if everything's given to you on the physical and you're a health, physically healthy individual, mm-hmm. but you can't sustain a relationship on an emotional level okay the emotional level or the relationship level is where you're the weakest and that's where you need to do the work Mm -hmm. right so everybody has an area in which they need to work on themselves Mm -hmm. how they break that down is is a unique formula for them Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um but when i tap into other individuals energy i see those weaknesses i feel where they're avoiding dealing with life issues or if they're trying to just achieve one thing in life and they're pouring all their energy into one thing, you know why it's not happening as easy as they believe it should be based on the amount of energy that they're putting in. Yeah. Cause if you don't devote enough energy to each area of your life, it doesn't matter how much energy you pour into one, it will not make you feel whole.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Even if you receive that desire in its totality, because there's still something missing in your own energy field,
2: mm-hmm. right? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's beautifully said, uh, Nancy. Um, and I and I want to reach out. You know, it's been a tough year. It's kind of like Groundhog Day.
2: Oh you yeah, know, I, you know,
0: because <laughs> it's been about one year since the closure. It's been about one year since I started thinking about putting together this podcast and really nothing's changed.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) At at,
0: at least with the factor of COVID and, you know, that's why it took me a bit of time to get into season two, not only wanting to open up with with a positive light and being able to, you know, share with someone like you something positive out there Um, because, I you know, there's just so much, I believe there's that, that positive energy and that negative energy, and there's a lot of both going on right now. Yes. There's, all, you know, there's just everything from the vaccine is good to the vaccine is bad, to red zone on, red zone off, just like the karate kid. Wax on, wax, wax off. I, I don't know when we're good and when we're, and, you know, so, man, oh, man, I, all I can say out there is, is tell me, Nancy, tell me some of your services and what you do, because I, I, I think that, you know, it's wonderful uh, the way you present and rationale um, these energies and, and the soul and, and the being of someone. And I think it's very important, you know, so how, how, how could you ben if someone's struggling out there, whether there's negative challenges or whatever, and like you said, all those different pockets, it could be physical, it could be more emotional, it could be, however, um, how would um, your universal sky, Nancy Arruda, help someone that is looking for guidance and understanding uh, to be enlightened to continue and move forward?
1: Okay, so enlightenment is a process. It doesn't happen overnight, and it doesn't happen with one session, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, everybody's different, so A lot of people come to me just because they want a psychic reading. They want to know what's going on in their life or what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a lot of times it does start there. And, but based on your own unique energy and where I see I'm being guided, that's where the service kind of evolves or shifts. Okay. Yeah. So for some people, it's a one-time service just for an entertainment basis. Um, And then there's other individuals that come in with the idea of having an entertainment service. And just through our conversation, their whole life just turns right around. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you've answered questions that I didn't even know I was asking. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's really hard to market what I do because... Like I said, it's different for everybody. Yeah. So it starts with people who are interested in finding out more about Mm themselves or finding out about their own energy or how, what's going to happen to them in life. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. And so they basically tell me what they're interested in knowing about.
0: Wonderful. Okay. Um, and, and with your gifts, some of your gifts and explaining to our listeners, um, the gift of clairvoyance that you have and, um, as you've noted on your, uh, just reading up in, in your bio and, and website, I didn't know there were all these different clairvoyancing <laughs> things.
1: I call them the clairabilities. The clairabilities? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just
0: thought uh, clairvoyance, clairvoyance, yeah. right? But really interesting. I, I just didn't know there were all these um, uh, these terms, right? But maybe you could uh, emphasize and, and explain as I go along, but um Obviously, clairvoyance is the one that I thought related to clairvoyance, period, (laughs) which is clear seeing.
1: Clear seeing. The ability to see something that's not there. Okay. Clearly.
0: All right. Clair audience. Clear is clear hearing.
1: Right. So it's the ability to hear sounds that aren't there in the physical reality. Mm -hmm. So you're tapping into the energy of sound. There's a lot of things we physically hear with our ears. There's a lot of things we can hear if we're not listening, so it's learning how not to listen
0: is that is that very close to meditation in, 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 yeah
1: when you're meditating like have you ever meditated before? I tried okay I so tried. meditation there's many different types of meditation yeah. you don't have to be in a calm place like to do it. Some people fishing is meditation to them
0: okay, then I have meditated. Okay, I, I was trying to get into that um...
1: Oh, closing my man. eyes and
0: that um and trying yeah. to get there and
1: yeah.
2: i could and not get there yeah and that is I... a
1: skill that is developed over time okay. okay because you have to learn how to calm the mind while doing nothing
2: mm-hmm. which
1: is very challenging for a lot of people in north america because we live in a society where energy's going all the time we're on a go 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 kind of mm-hmm. path
0: a meditator right? a good, uh, friend of mine said that meditation is the space between the past and the future
1: Yes. It's meditation. Like how, how, how
0: can you, so that's like every second of that meditating moment, you're not thinking of the next second and you're not thinking of the previous second. You're thinking of that second.
1: You're thinking of that second. It's about being in the now.
0: In the now, like that, you know, and, and our, our my, at least my mind, it's like all over the map you know, on yeah. certain days. <laughs> Boy, how do I just come down into that? I try to do that on a lot of my daily operations, just trying to stay to the present because I'll never close files.
2: Yeah. I'll just no. continue <laughs> to open files and they'll be all
0: open. So in order to you know get, get productivity done and manage well, um, I do come down to that moment, but I, I'd love to be able to actually meditate.
1: Yes. And yeah. then there's types of meditations, and this is typically what people are seeking, mm-hmm. where they find the divine within themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, they find in that meditative moment, and that's one of those own moments where you're focusing yes. on meditating, um, where you just feel complete peace in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it's a peace that radiates through every cell in your body. So no matter what's going on in life, no matter what's, you know, pulling on you emotionally or mentally or physically, in that moment in time, nothing matters. Mm-hmm. Right? There is no stress. There is only this vibration, this heightened vibration of love. Beautiful. Um, yeah, it's It's a beautiful moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. The clear cognizance, clear knowing.
1: Clear knowing. So that's when you just know something. Do you ever have those moments where it's like, I knew that. I knew that. And it's a knowing that kind of vibrates right down through your whole body into your feet and then back up again. <laughs> no, I,
0: I, I love it. Yeah, I know that. Someone in my household who knows that is my 13-year-old son. He knows a lot of that.
1: Well, 13-year-olds are doing it from a place of only living what I call half a life cycle. (laughs) Um, You're not fully an adult until you're 30. Okay. Okay?
0: Oh, I love it. Claire sentience, clear feeling.
1: Yes, so that is feeling things around you or within you that don't belong to you. Um, so it's kind of like empath or empathy and somebody's developed a word called a word called empathy. Okay. okay. That never existed until the last couple of years. Um, but clairsentience is, is feeling things that aren't there physically.
0: Cool. Um, clairsent, clear smelling.
1: Yes. So I had an incident once where I'm lying in bed with my husband years ago and we're just about to fall asleep. And then all of a sudden I could smell baked cookies. And I'm like, I'm smelling baked cookies. I'm smelling like somebody's baking cookies. And I'm like, I'm thinking of your grandmother. Like, did she used to bake a lot? Didn't she almost burn down her house a couple of times? Like, because she'd fall asleep with the oven on? You'd be like, yeah. And i went, did you turn the oven off? And my husband's lying there going, I don't know. Let me go check. So I went downstairs and the oven was on.
0: Wow. Wow. (laughs) Um, Staying on that note. Claire Gustens, or did I say that? Claire Gustens? clear tasting.
1: Yes, and that's tasting something that you're not eating in that moment. Okay. Um, so, for example, I have experiences where I can taste money. Whenever I'm about to receive a form of unexpected money, I taste it. Okay, And to me, the taste of money is like putting a penny in your mouth. If you have a metal oh, filling yeah. <laughs> and if the copper ever touched your metal filling, because yeah. I did that as a kid a couple times, yeah. right? Um, it has this metallic taste, mm-hmm. right? So that's my sense of tasting money.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: okay? Uh,
0: clear empathy. You just had mentioned that. Clear yes. emotion.
1: Clear emotion. So that's feeling other people's emotions. Okay. Okay. Well. So we can feel other people physically or we can feel spirit physically or we can feel them on an emotional level.
0: And the, the area of clairvoyance is something that comes across to you once you, you sit with whomever is speaking to you or sharing their life with you. Is this something you pick up or are instructed to pick up? It's just- it
1: will just automatically change. So, for example, um, you're prob- your primary strength is probably auditory because I hear you use the word hear a lot or mm-hmm. listening. Okay? So with you, if I was sitting giving you a reading, I would hear things. Mm-hmm. So whatever your primary communication skill is, that's the type of ability that'll kick in for me, for me to deliver the message. So if you're a visual individual, I'll start seeing images. If you're an auditory individual, I'll start hearing messages.
0: Okay. All okay? right. Very very. So cool. it changes with yeah.
1: each individual's energy, right? Because what happens during a reading is or when I'm sitting with somebody speaking is my energy merges with theirs. Or your energy merges with mine. So it's kinda of like our energies become a meshed. And that's at a point where I let go of my ego. Okay? So my human personality, my human persona has to be put aside so that I can understand your energy field. And I'll even start taking on traits of that individual temporarily. Really? Yeah. Wow. Right. Or if it's somebody who I'm channeling like a past loved one, cause yeah. that does happen even yeah. though I don't advertise that, mm-hmm. um, because it's selective. I don't choose when it happens. Yeah. Spirit chooses when it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I will like take on some of the facial expressions of the individual, right. Or the laughter or like, I won't sound like them, but the, my, like I have a very distinct laugh and if I'm channeling laughter, that laughter can change. Right.
0: That's incredible. So that's when you do the medium. Uh, when I do
1: the mediumship, yes.
0: Of, of searching for loved ones or yes, someone comes to you for Now, that.
1: if somebody were to call me and say, I just want a mediumship reading, I'd say go to somebody else. Because I can't guarantee mm-hmm. just a mediumship reading. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't choose when it happens. It chooses me. So the reason being is if I were to say, okay, I'm looking for a specific spirit it's almost like you're opening up this doorway into a banquet hall that is filled with thousands of people. And now all of a sudden I'm sitting with you and let's say your next door neighbor's brother's uncle. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, comes through because you have an energetic connection to your next door neighbor mm-hmm. and they're trying to get a message through. I won't be able to decipher. Is that your next door neighbor's uncle or is this message for you?
0: Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So
1: I'll just start delivering the message and the person sitting there will be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Be like, okay, Okay. let me see if I can find somebody else in the crowd. Right. Okay. And it'll be the dominant energy of whoever's in that banquet hall.
0: And how do you decipher if, if someone comes to you in search of a, of a loved one? It just, whenever that moment happens, it
1: just automatically happens. Okay. It just autumn, and and again, sometimes I can't tell you if it's your grandmother or your mother. I'll just say spirits here, and spirits telling me this, and if they feel like a female to me. They feel like they may have passed it around a certain age, right? So mm. it's just this organic process that happens if it's meant to happen. Okay.
0: Great. Great. Um,
1: whereas in traditional mediumship, like what they suggest, people, if you're if you just want a mediumship reading. You go to somebody who just does mediumship readings because they're more trained in the ability to give you concrete evidence mm-hmm. that that's the person you want to be speaking with.
0: Right, right. Right. Um, have you heard of the Ghost Lady here at the Queens?
1: Yes, I've seen her a couple times.
0: Oh, wow, wow.
1: <laughs> well. And she's I- harmless.
0: Well, you know, I, I, I'd like to reach out to her one evening, and I don't know the anniversary date. I, I'm, but, and I would love to do it on a live stream type podcast. <laughs> and we, she may not come out. Yeah. Right. She may not speak or message. But I just found, you know, that story about the Queen so intriguing to mm-hmm. me. And uh, how ironic that. um I have you on the show so you know uh, hopefully you'll you'll do another show with me and and we'll have
1: we'll see we'll see if I can do that one I don't know if I can and and I'd (laughs)
0: like to do it and and you know whether you want to call it traditional or not and I know that's not your style from what I've read
2: (laughs) yeah you know
0: um no crystal balls no (laughs) things like that but I would love to have sort of the dark aura of an evening,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: right? And we'll go up to one of the rooms upstairs and we'll just chat for a while, right? To see if, and I, I'd love to, I, and I'd love to be able to see if I could stream that and share it. Mm-hmm. I really would. I, I, and and mm-hmm. it's not out of disrespect.
1: No, no, not at all. Really? I I,
0: I believe there's something there.
1: The the woman who who paces these halls hangs out in the stairwell on -hmm. the balcony above, Mm -hmm. and the stairs going down the other way. That's the only place I've ever seen her. Okay. Is in that general area.
0: Mm -hmm. And, yeah, because from my understanding, the fire escape stairwell has been removed, right? Right? From where she fell to her death. Um, And it apparently was a romantic spat or something. Um, but I'd like to, uh, see if we have an opportunity to meet her one day. Yeah. Okay.
1: And there are additional beings in this building. There's well. more. Oh yes, there's more. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: that. well, we're just going to have really, a, uh, we're, we'll have an all nighter on, on trying to, trying to bring them all out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I love it. Um, I'm totally into that. So if you're into that.
1: I don't know. That freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> the okay. difference, there's a difference between a ghost and a spirit.
0: Okay. Please a, ghost, explain.
1: Yeah. a ghost is a spirit that has died but doesn't really realize they're dead or they're still very attached to the physical reality mm-hmm. that they don't want to leave. A spirit is somebody who has passed over but can come and go between the spiritual planes. Um, so they'll go do whatever it is they have to do. And when they want to visit, they'll come for a visit and then they leave again.
0: But know that they are deceased.
1: They know they're deceased. They know they're in spirit form. They know they can communicate. They know they can leave. Um, whereas a ghost doesn't necessarily know that. Okay? Lots of times they're trapped here because they're stuck in some form of trauma. And what happens is they just keep reliving that trauma over and over and over again. Almost like a movie that keeps looping and starting over.
0: And that's probably you know why you typically hear more that... You do hear about scary moments with ghosts versus spirits, yes? Because ghosts are confused;
1: they are confused. And I grew up right. in a household filled with ghosts, mm-hmm. so they freak me out.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Um, you focus a lot on on energy. I, <coughs> uh, again, it's, it's one of the things that you know resonated with me so much about you is is is, is, is energy. And, and as I said to you. I think prior to, to taping, um, you know, my life, especially here, since, uh, uh, you know, me and my family moved here to, to the Alliston area, New Tech, um, I've just been surrounded by just amazing and wonderful people, right, yeah. that just really have this energy about them, and I was really attracted to that energy, so I just found it, like, very and I'm not attracted to and someone who has that negative energy just doesn't seem to get near me for some reason yeah. or whether I push it away, whatever that is. So, you know, you speak a lot about energy and, and how it is everywhere. Um, could you please emphasize a little bit more on on how you see that part uh, being Very important in our lives and understanding our lives.
1: Okay, so there's like different concepts of energy, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe anything that is organic, even some things that are non organic, have an energetic field around them. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, not everybody can see that field. The majority of people don't see that energetic field, Mm -hmm. Um, they don't see it, they can't feel it, right? Um, But if you understand your own energetic signature and your own energy field, then you can understand the energy fields of others. For people who aren't conscious, like yourself, like you said, for example, you just don't attract negative energy. Mm-hmm. Negative energy doesn't like positive energy; it's actually repelled by it. Okay, kind of like a magnetic force. You know, if you're putting a two magnets together, they won't they'll balance off each other. Makes right? total sense. Um, however, sometimes negative or dark energy is attracted to light if it's willing to alter its own energy at an energetic flow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But everybody has positive and negative energy. Mm -hmm. Everybody, like even those people who are super, super positive, there's still negative things that are transpiring with them. Absolutely. They just don't let it drain them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or over or overtake them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I like that because absolutely right. I, I think in all of us, if, if I may speak for many, um, but mostly myself, you know, when a negative outlook gets in in my mind, I, I, I work extremely hard on trying to depress it down. Yes. To bring back, and back here's the that thing. energy. I, and it takes work. Like, it's a lot of work. Because it's very easy.
1: To be consumed by to it. To be
0: consumed by it.
1: Right. And once you're consumed by it, it's no longer just a negative thought. It's now a negative emotion. Yeah. and Which it everybody has energy. a negative physical reaction. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, no, you said it perfectly. Absolutely. So
1: it's it's about learning how to moderate your energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So that that negativity doesn't overtake you. So that you can learn how to turn that switch. Right. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm a very positive person as well. Yeah. But I have my moments where a negative thought creeps in and all of a sudden there's this downward spiral into yeah. Yeah. what am I going to do with this?
2: Yeah.
1: And you can't. Fix anything when you're in the bottom of the pit. You have to climb out of the pit first. So you have to take that negative thought. And what I do is say, how is it serving me? Mm -hmm. How is this negative thought serving me right now? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Sometimes it's serving you in a negative way. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's serving you in a positive way. But Mm -hmm. either way, if you're experiencing it, it is serving you.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Don't try to just ignore it try to understand it because if you can understand it then you can start overcoming it and walking above it Mm
0: -hmm. right and and and, you know as you just said you know in in learning to understand it probably you know are are the first steps with um you know the battling of mental health yeah absolutely uh you know it's a disease it's debilitating you know um you know, understanding it's now open now, it's probably, you know, it's it's more received than accepted now, it's out of the closet, yeah. right? And although some of us are able to climb out, there are many that are not able to climb out. Nope. But I think what you had just said is, if you're able to understand it, and harness what's going on, then you're able to go get help.
1: Absolutely. But you also have to understand yourself and where that that negative mental concept is coming from mm-hmm. because if you don't understand how you created that that negative thought process
2: yeah.
1: you can't understand how to uncreate it
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. or to create something different yeah, yeah. right yeah. so the key really lies in truly understanding who you are and what your limitations are and what your capabilities are and and that goes right from understanding your own personality to understanding your skill set to understanding the core of your essence okay your own your own divine nature yeah yeah right yeah that resides within you because if you can't believe that there is a design a divine nature that resides within you it's very difficult to overcome a lot of those challenges
0: Mm -hmm. yeah well said Um, Also, I see, you know, another point you've pointed out in your bio reminds me of my upbringing. One of, um, you know, my father said to me many beautiful things that, you know, I I keep with me. Uh, But one of them was, uh, you know, son, knowledge is power. Totally. Um, And you can harness that power any way you like, but respect knowledge and listen to those around you. So you did note here that, my love of knowledge has given me the ability to share and apply universal laws with others. So that really stuck with me because it, it's something my dad promoted. And, you know, maybe you can share a bit of that on, on your belief in knowledge. And this relates to everyone.
1: Oh, absolutely. Knowledge is power. power. Oh, yeah. Learning,
0: and, reading, studying, listening. Right? Please.
1: And with power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because mm-hmm. power misdirected can be very destructive. Yeah. Um but yes, knowledge, uh it's funny because I hated school growing up. It mm-hmm. just felt fake. It felt like I was learning things that I already knew that really didn't have that much importance. Okay. Yeah. Um and then when I was finished school and and started choosing to learn on my own yeah. things that were of interest it, it just gave me this high within myself like it, I was in this state of euphoria learning all these things mm-hmm. um, and what I learned is that everybody has the potential to be a powerful individual everybody has power moving through their body you know you can look at it on a scientific level the neurons are sending energy through our body, that in itself is power. Okay? And if you can tap into that understanding, there again, you have more power. But we all have power. We're all powerful individuals. We just need to believe we are in order to create change or affect change mm-hmm. for ourselves or others. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think life is all about learning. Like, that's one of my beliefs. We are here to learn, right? Never Um, ends. It never ends. I wish it did sometimes, let me tell you. You taught
0: me a lot already, (laughs) just here.
1: (laughs) It's never ending. And, you know, I have a religious belief around that, or a spiritual belief around that, that we are here to learn and evolve. And the more that we learn and grow, um, the more we vibrate or emanate more light, Okay, To share with others or just to share with the planet or whatever it is that we're sharing it with.
0: As, as per what you were saying that I was just going to uh, to jump into, I believe that we are spiritual beings evolving through a journey we call life yes. in the physical body. Please uh, delve more into that. I love that.
1: Um, a lot of people think when they, when you first start into a spiritual practice they believe that the physical reality is the true reality Mm -hmm. that we are here being physical and, Oh, let me, let me dive into what it's like to be spiritual or understand spiritual concepts. And maybe I'll find a sense of fulfillment there. Um, whereas I believe it's actually the other way around. We're spiritual beings. We are energetic beings that are put into a container. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Our, our the container is our physical body, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But primarily, we are spiritual beings, right? Life is secondary. like Physical life is secondary. Now, don't misinterpret my messaging there and Mm -hmm. say life doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because it does. Everything we do in our physical container has an energetic or spiritual consequence. Mm -hmm. Okay? So if we do something thinking that life doesn't really matter, so we're going to go do something destructive... There is a consequence to that. It might not happen to you in this lifetime, but if you believe in reincarnation and you believe in coming back, mm-hmm. then there will be consequences in that lifetime.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but there's consequences for everything. Yes. Okay. Yes. Or another way to look at it is for every action, there is an equal or opposite reaction.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. when dealing with energy. Okay.
0: Yin and yangs.
1: Yin and yang. Um, you know, the law of cause and effect. Right, yeah. and that's a universal law. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love what uh, you also. I love a lot of things that you've been saying. Um, as I mentioned, um, and we we you know, briefly about it. Uh, you mentioned that you believe life is five percent fate and ninety five percent free will. Yes. Right. However, once we have subconsciously chosen a specific direction, it will manifest. Yes. Right. Explain.
1: Okay. So a lot of people are working with the law of attraction Mm -hmm. and in the law of attraction, it states that wherever you focus your energy, your desire, your intent, you will create what you desire. Mm -hmm. Okay. However, we have this wonderful thing called our brain that operates with us in this lifetime Mm -hmm. and it has a lot of conscious knowledge and it has a lot of unconscious knowledge. Um, And based on our upbringing and our fears and our conditioning in life, uh, we never necessarily know what part of our brain we're going to be operating with at all points and times in the day. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of times if we're actually afraid of something, even though we may say, this is what I desire. I desire to own a million dollars, but I'm actually terrified of being successful. What's going to happen is you're going to sabotage your ability to achieve that million dollars or you're gonna have a lot of trial and errors and put in a lot of time before you can manifest that million dollars, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Because this our spiritual energy operates through our unconscious mind, okay? So, or our subconscious mind. To me, they're kind of the same thing, it's just the unconscious is a little bit deeper than the subconscious. Okay. Okay? So we have our conscious rational mind, which, you know, what, we use, what, 10% of our brain? Right? Consciously? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Um, So I believe that... uh, Where was I going with this? What was the question again? (laughs)
0: Well, well, here, let me go. Because I I, I think I just gave you another channel. Okay, yeah, I think so. That's what I think I I threw you off right there. Because I wanted to jump into something. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: Um, But one of your quotes here, take what you want, leave what you don't. Yes. Right? And... I love that quote because it's almost reflective on knowledge and and how we see things, right? And most people do. They either believe it or they don't. Right. right? They either take it or they don't. Yeah. Right? Um, so, in delivering your messaging, I, I love that, you know, it's almost like more for skeptics, I guess. You know, Absolutely. Like, Hey, if you don't believe and it. And you know
1: what? You I'm not here it. to trigger your issues either. Yeah. So if I say yeah. something that doesn't re- resonate with you, let it go. Yeah. Right? If it if it triggers something within you like I can't believe she said that and why would she say then clearly there's something going on in your subconscious mind that you need to heal within yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because we are all responsible for our own reactions to situations in life. Mm-hmm. Okay? You can put two people in the exact same situation wearing the exact same clothing, looking identical. Mm-hmm. And how they respond to that situation is up to them. And they can both respond completely differently,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. right? We are not responsible for the emotional reactions of other individuals as long as we're operating from a place of good intent, okay? Now, you're responsible for the reactions of other individuals if you're operating from a place of ill intent, okay? But if you're operating from a place of good intent, then how they respond to something is not your responsibility, Mm -hmm. okay? It is only your responsibility if you're impacting them consciously in a negative way. But if you're trying to do it in a positive way and they have a negative reaction, not your responsibility,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. right? You can't control the emotions of other individuals,
0: no, no, right. and, and 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 neither should you let them direct you in, right. in their reaction to anything <laughs> as well. Right, right, right. Again,
1: a skill set that needs to be developed by many people in this totally. reality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yin and the yang, and some, yeah. sometimes the best reaction is no reaction at all. Really, right. if it's if it's not impacting you, it's simply an emotional trigger, right? Yeah, yeah that gets yeah. you going. Um, Uh, we we didn't talk about predictions and you had mentioned uh when we were discussing and you sent me some messaging over email that you have had some successful predictions and and mostly reflecting on what has transpired in the last year right and so maybe could you share with us some of those, you said that uh, they were pretty amazing and I'd like to hear them.
1: Yeah. So for me, I, I knew something was going to go down with COVID. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so I facilitate a biweekly meditation here at in the yoga studio mm-hmm. in which I talk about the astrological energy that's transpiring. In the sky over the period of the next two weeks or months. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? That's, uh, sorry, that's something that you have just advertised, right? That, I saw that on. Facebook. Yeah,
1: I've been doing it here for years. Oh, so. wonder. Okay, yeah, so oh, it right, happens you want every two weeks.
0: Why don't you just, before we get on, share? What, okay, what so is it that you do here? It's called
1: the Universal Alignment Meditation Journeys. Okay. Okay, where right now with COVID, where we're strict, restra- I can only have nine people in the class. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and it starts off by me talking about the astrological energy that's transpiring so with astrology every planet has an energetic frequency Mm -hmm. okay or rulership and if a planet's going to be doing some type of interaction with another planet then that creates almost like this energetic reaction which can trigger behaviors in individuals right and one of the most well-known ones is the moon for example the moon is goes through multiple phases, 28 phases Mm -hmm. over 28 days. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're aware of the significant ones like the new moon and the full moon. Mm -hmm. Okay. New moon energy is really a time of planting seeds. Full moon energy is a time of, um, having heightened awareness. okay? Okay. So it's almost like during the full moon, a light bulb is turned on in your subconscious mind, allowing you to see your own issues. And then you respond to those issues right mm-hmm. through some type of emotional behavior mm-hmm. okay okay and you know talk to people in the er they will say full moons the er is crazy like it's busier i'm I mean, <laughs> right? gonna
0: ask some of the docs on this one right yeah
1: or, or I'll the nurse I'll, I'll bring you too, into right? the
0: er i'm gonna bring you into the er
1: <laughs> on a
0: full moon night. you and i we're gonna go in right
1: right Okay. Um, and and they'll be overwhelmed with people coming in, like more accidents will happen, etc. Yeah. Because what's happening is your subconscious energies are becoming conscious. And the only way you can heal them or release them is to have a type of experience that allows you to move through that energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? okay. Um, so that's when we attract an experience to us that's connected to that subconscious fear, okay, because mm-hmm. typically it's fears that are ignite or that are stored in our subconscious mind. Um, and you have to move through it. Mm -hmm. So in the meditation, we talk about the planetary energies that are transpiring. The moon is just one example. I'll talk about Neptune, Pluto, all of the planets. Right. Um, and then I guide a meditation that allows you to either enhance the energy if it's a beneficial energy or release the energy. If it's an energy that is draining or exhausting,
0: great. And people can book this on your website. Is uh...
1: yeah, they have to contact me personally okay. either through Facebook Messenger. They can text me on my cell phone. They Just can send Nancy me Aruda? an email. Nancy
0: yeah. Aruda. Or uh, um, Universal Sky. Universal
1: small. Sky, yeah, email, yeah, any method of communication, whatever works for them.
0: Okay, okay. check it out. Check it out. Yeah. I mean, this is really, really interesting. And
1: okay. then after the meditation, yeah. because we're all experiencing the exact same meditation, I'm just discussing what your journey is going to be like, mm-hmm. right? And where we go in that journey. And, you know, I may say you receive a gift, but everybody will receive some type of different gift. Mm-hmm. Or if I say we're going to pick up a crystal, everybody's crystal is different and then after the meditation, I ask people specifically, so what did you receive? Mm -hmm. And when they tell me what they've received, I then get a message of what that means to them. And they'll be like, oh yeah, now I get it, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like, um, it's almost like a waking dream. It's like moving through a dream and then getting an interpretation of that dream afterwards that gives you that understanding. Yeah, yeah. The understanding doesn't just happen on the mental level. It happens on the emotional level and it happens on the physical level as well. So some people will be like, oh my God, I'm getting goosebumps. Like, you know, when you truly understand something, you will have a physical reaction to that understanding that confirms for you that that is true.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right, because
1: everybody's truth is different. Yes. Um, so it gives people that are in that class that ability to receive this understanding, so that when they go through their week or their two weeks before I see them again the next time, they have the tools that they need to like to cope with situations that are going to be coming to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Very right? interesting, and 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 it's like you continue to say uh, 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 so much rationale. One of the most important things I have learned is you cannot get the life you desire unless you understand where you are starting from. Like, how <laughs> rational is it's that? Right. Right? And, like... and, and how many of us, like me included, I, I, I just have matured and, and gone through things. But, yeah, like, you know, the confusing times in your life where you don't even know where you're starting. No, no you don't and it's confusing and 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 you know maybe events can trigger this uh, uh family events a death uh divorce uh, lost job lost business so many different factors right COVID, <laughs> COVID, you know all, all the way but um i love what you're saying in the messaging and you know on, on trying to just okay put on the blinders and let's start here
1: yeah. On who
0: you are. Who
1: you are. Right. Or who
0: you think you are. Right.
1: Right. And a lot of the times who we think we are is who we're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And that comes with conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So we're all conditioned. We're conditioned by our parents, we're conditioned by our relatives, we're conditioned by our educators, we're conditioned by society, we're conditioned by the law. We're conditioned by everything. And all of those conditions has you kind of like analyzing yourself and making you believe you're something you're not,
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah.
1: And it takes time to reprogram who you think you are.
0: It takes time. So, you know, I think it's, you know, it's beautiful what you're saying. I think it's just an ongoing process of trying to be the best you can be. Yeah, absolutely. And why, you know, how could, you know, how could you just stop one day and say, I'm the best, (laughs) You just can't. You like, can't. Because there's so much knowledge. There's so much to learn out there. There's so much <laughs> to do. There are just so many wonderful, beautiful people to know. It just never ends. So don't yeah. stop.
1: Yeah, no. Don't stop.
0: Don't stop. And,
1: and you know people who... You have to break through the barrier of believing that the physical reality is the only reality first.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of people living in that barrier that do not have an open mind okay then they'll just keep living that what i call monotone life okay it's you get up you go to work in the morning you come home you go to work in the morning you come home like you're just recycling your day in day out day in day out it's a shame like uh, yeah and you're you're not doing anything to better yourself or to better society no no Open up, yeah. Open up, Nancy
0: Aruda will open up your mind. (laughs) Open up. There's more out there, right? Um, Absolutely. Just awesome what you're delivering. I I I think it's great. Um, I don't want to stop. I just want to keep on chatting with you, Nancy. Um, You are going to come back with me here, though, eh? and we're going to.
1: We'll see. Maybe I'll bring a friend.
0: And we're going to check out the uh... who's
1: who's into the ghost stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we can live stream it and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have to be prepared for that one, but I, I, I just love that idea. So thank you very much. But as I was saying before we were chatting, um, you know, and thank you for coming on the show, like your energy, your positiveness, um, I, you know, your help for those out there in any capacity, however you want to understand Nancy here. I just think it's absolutely wonderful what you can give to someone out there in whatever way they receive it. Yeah. You know? And it could be that check mark that you need to just get you over the hump. You know, it's been a tough year for everybody, right? It has. You know? It has. And and you're enlightening. You know, it's just great, great. I can feel your energy. And uh I knew we were gonna have an energetic show. <laughs> and we are. And and now I want to get, you know, I, I, I shared with you at the beam that I wanted to talk about a few of my previous guests. Yes. You know that I had on the show. And, uh, you know, and again, I never expected TNT Weekly, our podcast, to even last this long, right? <laughs> but I, I've been able to meet some really, really wonderful people and organizations, uh, etc. And uh, I wanted to share them with you. And hopefully my energy will transcend over to you where you can feel for 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 something that may arise uh, for them. And, and I'm going to go off. Sandra Lambie is one. Uh, a great restaurateur in Alliston, she owns Williams Restaurant and the Coop. And she just announced uh, that she'll be shutting down the Coop wing house and just can't do it any longer. Right. And however, I, I think that her energy focusing into Williams is the right move. Um, she owns the building there and invested quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been challenging for her and many, many restaurants out there. Um, but Sandra's sort of an icon restaurateur in Alliston. Everybody loves her. Um, I had her uh, early on in my podcast days, and she still holds the records for most downloads.
2: <laughs> so I know she's really connected
0: out there. Right. But you know, I love her. I love her passion and her drive. I I don't know how she gets up in the morning, Yeah. you know, to continue to conquer. And, um, you know, I, I believe she's making the right move. Sometimes you have to pivot and shift and she tried to pivot through takeout and all this. And I believe that she closed one door because the other one is just going to blossom where it should go. May take her a bit longer to get that return. Right. But uh, do you feel anything for Sam? Well,
1: sometimes the lesson is learning to let go. Mm -hmm. Right. Learning to, um, instead of divide your energies, collect them and focus them more directly Mm -hmm. into your true desire. Right. So and because it it can go anywhere from there. Right. So how I'm seeing it is I'm seeing her energy was split. I'm seeing 75 percent of her energy into the real estate building. Okay. So into the restaurant and only 25% of her energy was going to, coops. um, coops. Yeah. Um, and that 25% was actually pulling on her ability to keep focusing the 75%. So mm-hmm. it was actually, it was 75%. It then went to 70%. It then went to 65%. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was dwindling her energy of trying to sustain the one business was actually being drained by the other one. So, mm-hmm. Closing the door on the, the little one is actually a very good idea. Um, once she has the ability to, she will pivot. I still feel there's still a little bit of a challenge in terms of um, pouring her energy into uh, her current restaurant. She's still challenged by COVID. Okay, yeah, the yeah. COVID challenge I don't feel is going away.
0: No, I like uh, yeah okay? I don't think so.
1: Um, So if she can keep sustaining her energy and trusting in the process, okay, and just put as much energy as she can, as long as she has enough for her own physical well-being as well, Mm -hmm. right, Um, then she can can ride it out, okay, The, the whole COVID transition. I'm feeling in about two years, there's the potential for her to say, okay, now I'm seeing something I'm seeing the growth. Okay. But I'm not necessarily seeing any growth for a two year period. Mm -hmm. And again, it's, it's a part of the COVID challenge.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Um, COVID is a global thing and it's, even though some people believe it was accidental. Okay. Um, it it was actually required in order for a global shift to transpire. Okay. Um, and so it's affecting everybody at levels that we don't necessarily understand. We don't know how long it's going to be around for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's hopes that the vaccine is going to alter how we can start socializing again, but we don't know if it's going to or not mm-hmm. until it happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, cause there's some things that can't be predicted. Mm-hmm. And with me, I have a hard time predicting COVID scenarios. It's
0: tough. Yeah. 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 It's tough. okay. Right.
1: Um, so I could predict the shifts that are transpiring, but not the details around the shift. But when it back to her restaurant, when I tap into the restaurant, it feels like she's floating. Okay. Mm -hmm. It may feel like there's times where she's a little underwater, but she can bob back up. It's kind of like I'm seeing a bobber Mm -hmm. being pulled down by a fish. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the fish is COVID. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, So, and it's going to be like that for two years. Okay. At the two year point, she's going to have to make a decision. Do I want to stay or do I want to go? Okay. Based on her decision, which I'm not allowed to influence, (laughs) she will have success.
0: Sandra, I love you, all right? (laughs) Keep going, keep going, girl. Uh, Love you out there. Yeah,
1: so success is not determined on keeping the restaurant or not keeping the restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's based on whatever she views success as, okay? So, but it's, it's still another two years and then there's the potential for her to be successful. Wonderful. Wonderful.
0: Um, during my podcast, um, I, I got, you know, close, obviously I'm in the medical field with real estate and, and med centers and I'm close to the medical community. Uh, but in Alliston, uh, a wonderful foundation and a purpose there. I, 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 got more, um, I got closer in, in, in understanding what, the drive was and the necessity of the Stevenson Memorial hospital in Alliston. And that hospital has been planning a redevelopment. And I know the metrics, you know, uh, uh, the span of the community people, but we have been growing immensely. I, I was understanding the metrics of, of how much we've grown. The hospital stayed there. Um, how important it is for the community, the continued recruitment of physicians into the community and uh, how important this hospital is to the community. So they have a vehicle, uh, the Stevenson Memorial Foundation run by Sylvia Biffis, a very respected businesswoman in our community. That is the channeling vehicle for funding for that hospital. And um, I had the opportunity to have Jody Levesque on my podcast uh, with his team to talk about the foundation and their drive and raising funds for this redevelopment and the redevelopment aspect at least to get approval by the province is it's a 50-50 aspect where the province has a pocket of money and let's say that that money may that that amount to do the hospital is 100 million uh, they want to see 50 million being funded by the community sitting there first before they tap in yeah. to the next stage right and they're very, very close. They're close, right? And they're driving. And and Jody Levesque is a champion in, in, in driving this machine. Sylvia Biffis and her team and the team of board members, they continue to pivot and trying to raise funds, along with many other wonderful charities. But in the aspect of the hospital, I really hope they hit their target. I, I really, really hope they do. They've been working hard. It's so close, Um do you see the energy I'm channeling to you that might predict some great news for them in the future in our community?
1: I do, but I also see the challenges, mm-hmm. okay? Um, because it's almost like, you know, they'll raise what they believe they need to raise and then all of a sudden that number increases because mm-hmm. the cost of everything goes up, mm-hmm. Right. So it's like they're almost there, and then they need more. And then they're almost there, and then they'll need more, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense to you. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm seeing several pockets or several different ways, not the specific details around it, but several different ways in which they can get funding. Mm -hmm. A huge portion of the funding is coming from from the government, Mm -hmm. in which they will have to meet that criteria in order for the government to release it. Yes. Okay? There's no loopholes around that. No. Okay. Um, but I'm also seeing in a way that they can make that criteria is also to expand their borders. Mm -hmm. Okay. So make their servicing area bigger. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be just one building to expand the service area. So it could be that they open up little branches of the hospitals in additional outbuildings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, which would then allow them to expand their service area, which would then give them more funding from the government. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but it feels like there still needs to be three, I'm feeling three major fundraising drives that need to transpire mm-hmm. in order for them to meet their initial goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of the fundraising drives needs to be huge. They need to get somebody in the community or to, a
0: provider. A, a, or a, a
1: provider, funder. yeah, yeah. A funder yeah. to to donate or somehow create some type of interest that's going to generate people yeah, to yeah. to be providing. Yeah. Okay. One of them feels big to me because I see it as a big circle. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the other two drives feel smaller. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: okay.
1: Um, but it, it still needs to transpire. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and and I keep being brought back to Princess Margaret. You know, the Princess Margaret Holmes yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and contractors. Okay. Yeah. So I'm seeing Princess Margaret, I'm seeing contractors and, so if there's any way they can integrate some type of draw, right, mm-hmm. for for larger prizes mm-hmm. to generate larger revenues from the general public, mm-hmm. it's it's one thing to get a large contribution from one individual. It's another to gather a bunch of small contributions from multiple individuals. For sure, and they're all important. And they're all important. They yeah. can all do. They can both do the same thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so if they can expand, almost like their community outreach and seeing what people can donate to create something similar to the princess Margaret Drive.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: It may not be a house. It may not be a cottage, but it may be something similar.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, but, and I am seeing the potential of one individual coming in with a large sum of money to me, a large sum of money, $10,000 or more. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know they need a lot more than 10,000, but for one individual to say, here's 10,000. It could be 10 to, million. It could be 10 million. I'm just seeing the 10 and the zeros. Okay. okay. And I'm, I'm just seeing a bunch of zeros. I don't know exactly where those we zeros are. We want zeros. Many, I don't know how we many want, zeros are we there. We want zeros, yes. <laughs> Right? <laughs> um, it could be 10 million. Yes, yes. Okay. okay. Um, interesting. Research facilities. Uh, there's So I don't know if there's any pharmaceutical or research facilities that have the ability to give funding, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it may be project driven, but it may give them the base and what they need to receive that money from the government.
0: Yes, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. totally. Um,
1: okay, because I think that's how they really need to be looking at it is, don't just look at the total number, try and like break it down into smaller numbers, mm-hmm. and then smaller projects to fill that bigger bucket.
0: Wonderful. No, love that. Stevenson Foundation, you guys rock. Stevenson Memorial Hospital, you will meet your drive out there. I know that because Nancy kind of says so, right? Kind but of says so. Kind of says so.
1: Nothing is 100% definite. Nothing is 100
0: but, but I like where you're going and it's all positive. Nancy, listen, I've had a blast. I really had a blast having you on the show. Uh, any last words? But first, first, I have to say... I never expected this podcast to really get <laughs> off the ground. Like I told you earlier, I would have been happy with 10 listeners. Yeah. Right? That's fine. So I, my day job is really busy. Yeah. You know, but I'm still really passionate about this podcast. Right. And my favorite podcaster is Joe Rogan. Right. I love him. and um, But, you know, my, my ambitions to be a Joe Rogan... <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, And, you know, anything, you never know where a road is going to take you. You don't. And that's what I love about doing stuff like this. It's just, you know, it's a continued knowledge and learning. So how do you see TNT Weekly doing into the future there, (laughs) (laughs) Nancy?
1: It's very hard to separate TNT Weekly from you. Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so when i tap into your energy okay your business your day job is still your day job Mm -hmm. and you're still going to keep doing it
2: yeah
1: okay for a while okay um because you do enjoy doing that as well i
0: do okay um
1: i do see tnt weekly continuing Mm -hmm. okay um but you need to and, and i think you are viewing it more as a hobby or a side passion yeah which is the amount of energy you have to pour into it. So keep putting what you can into it, mm-hmm. okay? Um, will it grow and evolve? Yes, it will,
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay? Um, so just keep doing it because you enjoy doing it. It's, it's one way that you're giving back to the community, so it's kind of like feeding your soul, mm-hmm. and it's feeding you so that you can continue to feel good and positive about your life. Oh.
0: Nancy, I love this lady. I love this lady. It's been just awesome. I I, I could spend another hour with you, Nancy. Yeah, we I, could. <laughs> yeah, and chatting. It's really been wonderful. I think your gift, um, how you look at life, uh, I just love it. I just love it. And, you know, listen, tap into Nancy. I'm telling you, universalsky.com, Nancy Arruda, uh, just amazing and Take what you want and leave what you don't. That's right. Right right on?
1: Absolutely. Okay,
0: Nancy Aruda, uh, just awesome. Last words? None. None? None. All right. That was episode one, and what a way to start season two. Thank you so much. You're
1: welcome. And Thank hopefully you.
0: I'll see you with your friend back here in an evening streaming yes. episode.
2: Okay.
1: Okay,
0: well, just check it out, right? Sounds good. All right. Over and out. See you on the next show. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Rock and roll. Wasn't that awesome? Yeah. Oh, man. There we go. Oh, that went. How long did that go?
2: How long did that go? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think it's a long one. Oh, here we go. It went for an hour and ten minutes.